Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Brought to you by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. And today, we're going to bring a tale of twisting and crunching here. We're going to talk... <laughs> We're going to talk uh, alignment today here. Yes. Welcome, everybody. Thanks, Paul. And welcome, everybody, again to another show here at OC Talk Radio. Welcome to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your vice president, John Gutierrez, and the host of the show. We have another great guest with us, Dr. George Ujic. Uh, he's Chiropractic Center of Orange, uh, Doctor of Chiropractic, um, and he's Qualified Medical Examiner. And we want to welcome him to the show. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, John. I know that we have a mutual friend between us, Shelly Padilla. We do. So shout out to her for yes. connecting us. And I know that uh, several of our other friends and members have gone to you before. I think John Amador has been out there to see Absolutely. you. Yes, right? Yes. And so, you know, we're going to get into all that you do. Obviously, your, your office and how long it's been in business. But one of the things we like to do on the show is a lot of our listeners are part of our you know, members, entrepreneurs, our youth chamber. We'd like to share a little bit about you personally, just you know, who you are, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about maybe where you grew up, your family, and really how you got to this position in your life, in this situation, if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about that. I can keep talking. You want the short version or the, <laughs> the long version? We'll keep the short version. The show's only 30 minutes. <laughs> but, do, do you want to know how I got into chiropractic specifically? Because that's well, an interesting story. Okay, let's do that. All right. College student, Cal State Fullerton, biology major. Okay. Worked at a gas station part-time, and this is where we had full service. One weekend, literally got jumped. Yeah. What do you mean jumped? Physically had an altercation with three guys that came in. They were drunk. What? Got thrown on my back. No way. You were working at the gas station? Working at the gas station. And you were pumping gas? No, no. We had the booth where you would come up and pay. Okay. And we had full service, so the back door was open, and a few guys came in, and they were inebriated and got into an altercation and wow. uh, thrown on my back and went to my medical doctor, had an appointment at 12 o'clock, wasn't seen till 1. Really? And it was my mid-back. He grabbed my upper shoulders, went right to a prescription pad for painkillers, and I just was shocked. And I'm in my early 20s, so I didn't say anything. Okay. A couple weeks later, a friend of mine... Shout out to Afshin Katie, plastic surgeon. Just make sure, there you go. Yeah. Plastic surgeon in Fashion Island. Okay. So we went to high school together, college. He was dating a girl that lived in Whittier. Okay. And he says, hey, I want to introduce you to my friend. And uh, we go there. She's not home. And he says, well, your back's hurting you. And there's a big can lit sign that says, Chiropractic Center of Orange oh, wow. Health Center. He goes, why don't you go in there and get your back checked? Oh, wow. So now I go in, and it's an intern. Intern does report of findings, examination, consultation, uh, x-rays. I get my first adjustment, and I haven't had an adjustment like that. It was the greatest adjustment I ever had. Even though my neck wasn't bothering me, the adjustment through the whole spine, all of a sudden it was like, wow, this is what I'm meant to do. Really? Within a few visits, I was pretty much feeling better. 
taken no painkillers. And I've always been more towards a natural means of healing. Well, I got to say, I don't want to share your age or you don't want to share your age, but you look in great shape. I'll be 60 pretty soon. 60? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. And do you attribute that to a lot of what you do? Well, yeah. I mean, one chiropractic, if you go to any majority chiropractors, they're all healthy. They all practice what they preach. Mm -hmm. Um, Nutrition, exercise, you know, positive thinking. I mean, nutritional supplements. So it's a whole... I think, okay, so let's, let's, let's kind of elaborate on this because I know a lot of people, a lot of times they think chiropractic, you're just going to go in and you're going to hear this cracking noises and all this. That that's the, I guess the myth that maybe social media or TV, the commercials, right? So you're saying there's a lot more to it. Oh, absolutely. Can you share a little bit about what your vision is in your practice? Like what's your goal when somebody comes in? And, you know, they've had maybe a car accident, right? Or a fall or something like what happened to you. Majority of our patients are coming in for neuromuscular skeletal issues. This is have anything to do with your nerves, muscles, and your whole spine, including your shoulders, knees, elbows. When you have issues there, the typical medical profile is medicate, medicate, medicate. And that's terrible for your system. Your liver and kidneys can only take so much. We have an epidemic with people that are on painkillers. It's a big issue. Yes, it is. So the more natural you can do things, the better. Chiropractic's one of several things that we do. We also do decompression. Decompression is very effective for the neck and back. And we're avoiding patients having surgery. You could actually have a herniated disc. That's where the disc in your spine or neck has ruptured. And you can actually avoid surgery. 60% of back surgeries are failed. Patients come back either worse, the same, or slightly better. Mm. And you're talking about at least $100,000 per surgery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And downtime. Exactly. And one of the most disabling things, it's not really diabetes and, and heart issues. It's muscular skeletal. And majority of that is back and neck issues. Really? So besides chiropractic decompression, we also have a doctor that does pain management. I don't know if you've heard of stem cells platelet-rich plasma, mm-hmm. we do those injections too. Mm. So in office, if you have a partial rotator cuff tears in your elbow, knees, elbow, uh, wrist, ankles, in office, uh, we have a nurse that comes in, draws your blood, spins it down, and this is your body's own regenerative tissue. Mm-hmm. And so there's no negative side effects. Yeah, I gotta tell you, it's interesting you bring up, obviously, the spine and all of that, during the pandemic, a lot of us sat around, right? Hours, days, right? And I didn't realize until I went to see my medical doctor who said, hey, you know, you're sitting around a lot. Even though you're home, you got to do something. You got to get moving because you're, you know, it's not good for you, right? Your system. Yep. And you have to understand that even though maybe I didn't work out as much before, the point is I was walking all day, right? You get those five, 10,000 steps a day just marketing out yeah. in the industry, networking, right? Now you're sitting all day. So your body is just like this collecting junk and everything, right? So of course I'm being told that, hey, you're like pre-diabetic. You better get your you know what together, right? Yeah. And so I reach out and I start talking to actually Paul Roberts and a friend of ours, Dr. Trin, who is medical director at the Alzheimer's Association. and. And we just start talking and he tells me, do something this simple that a lot of people in the Asian community do, I guess. I didn't know this. 
But they get up every morning, and I've been teaching this to my friends, you know? And they put their hands here, and they go like this, and they just rotate, right? And they rotate, yeah. and they just rotate, right? And I do this every morning, and I started doing that every day, every morning as I walked around doing my steps. And I said, what's the whole purpose of that? He goes, well, you have to realize that most of us sleep on our shoulders, right? One yeah. shoulder or the other. And by that, it pulls your shoulder nerves, right? And it throws everything off, right? And so he goes, now you're having issues that could be affecting like your heart, heart disease, other issues, right? It's just something as simple as that. And I'm like, really? Something yeah. as simple as sleeping on your, well, yeah, because it throws your whole body off. And I'm so do this every day, he said to me. And, and I started doing that like yeah. every day as I'm walking. In the morning, I get up, I drink my hot tea, and I do this thing that he taught me how to yeah. do, you know? And I thought it was brilliant because uh, you can hear your muscles like popping and cracking while yeah, you're doing yeah. that. Well, you Look know, at Pod doing it over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they say a body in motion stays in motion. Okay. So movement is critical. What are we doing now? Everybody's on their computer. Majority of people are sedentary. You're either driving on an office desk. Yeah. Uh, one of my patients before I came here today, I really felt bad for her. And she's young. She's in her early 20s. College student, works full time. So when she's in school, she's sitting all day. When she's at work, she's sitting all day and chronic tension. So her spinal mechanics are off. She's not exercising. Obviously, she's not eating right. Yeah. And most people don't hydrate. Your, your discs need hydration. Same thing with Alzheimer's. You got to use, take, do puzzles. I recommend elderly patients in my office do puzzles, do things, get engaged. Yeah. The same thing. You got to stimulate that muscle. But one important thing is your spine has 24 vertebrae from the neck down. 24. 24. Spinal nerves exit. The nervous system is the first system developed when you're in an, an embryo. Mm -hmm. The organs come later in development. So the communication is the brain down the spinal cord mm -hmm. through the spinal nerves that exit. Mm -hmm. Every spine level has regions that it basically innervates, which means it's connected to. So in the upper part, you have your neck, you have extremities, all the nerves, three major nerves that go down your arms. As you go down, there's innervations to your lungs, heart. And as you go lower and lower down the spine, it's innervating your liver, kidneys, small intestine, large intestine, down the legs. Mm. So that communication goes back and forth. When you're having issues with your spine, you can actually have issues with internal organs because those nerves are connected to that same, it's called afferent efferent pathways. Wow. N nerve flow going away and nerve flow coming back. The body's communicating, it's sensing what's going on there. Mm. A lot of people don't realize probably, a lot of people separate the two, right? Oh, they yeah. think organs are one thing and bones are a whole different thing. There's connection. But there's connection yeah. there. And the body's trying to do homeostasis. What homeostasis is balance. We want to balance blood sugar. We want to balance high blood or blood pressure, not high blood pressure. Balance blood pressure. Balance acidic level in your body. Everything is trying to balance. But when your nervous system's in balance, now it's working at its optimal level. And that's when you start having health, wellness. Because if you can free those nerves up, it's like taking a fresh, big fresh air. Wow. You don't want too much nerve energy going through a nerve. You don't want too little. Too little means the nerve's dying out. That's when you have muscle atrophy. You'll see that with patients. Their calves start getting smaller. If it's on one leg, it's measurable. Their calf's smaller, their thigh's smaller. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I tore my Achilles. I want to say this was like maybe about eight years ago or so playing basketball. 
And my wife makes fun of me now every time I want to go shoot hoops. She's like, don't be coming back limping in here. Because yeah. I tore my Achilles and I went to see my regular Kaiser doctor. And they, of course, they said, well, we got to do surgery. We're going to put you in a boot. And now you're going to be limping around this boot for a long time, right? And I said, man, I do marketing all day. I'm on my, there's no way, there's got to be an alternative to this. So then I go see another friend of mine who's a prosthetic orthotics doctor. And he had a whole different way of thinking. And he said, no, let me make you a mold that you can wear. And you put it under your you know, pants and your shoes. And so I was like, okay, let me try this out, right? And so thankfully it helped me, right? But I didn't go through the whole rehab situation. So I myself was rehabbing, right? A lot of it on my own and stuff. And I noticed that to this day, I could tell it's affected, right? Like just the way I wear out my shoes. I can see my shoes, how they get worn out once yeah. I'm, I lean more towards one way, right? I could tell how it affects the tightness in my body, my sciatic nerve. I'm constantly having to be stretching, right? 100%. All because of that injury that I had. Do you see a lot of that? Do you Absolutely. see a lot of those kind of injuries? Especially, I, I know when I went to see the doctor and they said, well, you know, most former athletes, which I was a former running back and track runner, get have these issues like uh, uh, a torn Achilles. Just yeah. like Kobe Bryant had that, right? Yeah. It's like, it, it's bound to happen at later ages yeah. because your muscles were so used to that, that yeah. life and then they just, it's like a rubber band, it snaps, right? Yeah. Do you see that with oh, a lot yeah. of people? As I mentioned before, homeostasis is balance. Same thing with ergonomics. It's your body starts from the ground up. If you have issues with one ankle, one knee, one hip, it's not even conscientious. Your body will do it unconscious. You will shift. Mm -hmm. And once you start shifting, then your pelvis is uh, off tilt. Mm -hmm. And then that's when your spine starts to bend. Mm. Then that complicates things because now you gotta figure out how to support that ankle or knee. A lot of times it's sometimes just stretching exercises. And then if it's bad enough, like in your case, you probably could have scar tissue potentially. Oh, really? Yeah. So scar, scar tissue, tissue where I had the issue with yeah. the, you know, it's interesting you say that because I feel like a little lump, like where the, the Achilles is. Yeah. It sticks out more than the other one. That could be the scar tissue yeah. from where the tear was or yeah. something, right? Yeah. In a lot of cases, the first thing, line of defense when you have a trauma, especially to soft tissue, which is tendons, ligaments, muscles, mm -hmm. the body has an inflammatory reaction. And then it's doing what it needs to do to clean out the debris, the dead tissue. Mm. But sometimes if it's not corrected properly, then that tissue starts to deposit calcium, uh, fibrotic tissue, and that's a scar. Like if you cut yourself, mm -hmm. you'll see it. You know, even yeah. surgery. You, or they get that little lump, right? Yeah, well, some people get keloids. Oh. So that's even more scar tissue development. Mm. Some people are more pronounced to having more inflammation, more scarring, and others are less. Which makes sense because if you had a scar, let's say like right here where it's a part that bends, yeah. right? And there's a cut there, and then that lump sticks out. Now, now it's going to prevent you from movement, right? Oh, yeah. Which is kind of what probably happened where my Achilles is. It's yeah. a place where it moves. The body's and, trying to stabilize. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I never thought about yeah. that. Wow. See, this is why we have to have doctors on the show. It can't just be me, me, me and Paul talking about food all the time, <laughs> you know, and entrepreneurship. This is some good stuff. Absolutely. Wow. Can I ask yeah. a quick question? Because my late aunt, God bless her, swore by her chiropractor. She lived into her 90s. She said the chiropractor is what kept her moving and going and everything here. 
I've only been a couple times to chiropractors, and I feel better after it's adjusted. But Shame it, on you, Paul. But it seems like something. <laughs> do you have to do it all the time, or can it can the adjustment last? Is well, it, does it become? Does your body become dependent on it, or is it? Does your body just revert back to its unbalanced state, and then you got to constantly be rebalancing it? To answer your question, basically, there's three types of care. Okay. If you have an acute injury, you just had a slip and fall auto accident, for whatever reason, you're just hurting. Mm -hmm. That your body's in an acute stage, that's when it's inflamed. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, those individuals probably need to come in more periodic. So on average, I would probably recommend a patient like that three times a week. Okay. Um, what's amazing is patients respond real quick. We're not doing like five, six, seven weeks. Mm -hmm. Two to three weeks on average and patients are right back. Yes. That's acute care. The okay. second one, is corrective care. So we'll see patients that have scoliosis or like with ankle issues, knee issues, pelvic unleveling. Yeah. All right. Now with corrective care, we're going to see them less often, but we're going to send them home with exercises to help. Like physical therapy at home. Yes. That Stretching, they, strengthening, yeah. balance. Your muscle does one of two things. It's either going to constrict or relax. Mm -hmm. So like my bicep, when I do the curl here, my biceps tightening, but my tricep has to stretch. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's an imbalance. A lot of bodybuilders back in the days would work their pec muscles and biceps so they would be like this. That's right. And then they're stretching, they're not working. So you have yes. to have a balance between what we call antagonistic and agonistic muscles. One muscle has to counter the other. Back to what we talked about, homeostasis balance. It's a balance in muscles, flexibility, range of motion. So for John's example, he's got an injury that's led him to be imbalanced. He, he yep. leans more on one foot than another. Here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's more of a chronic problem. A chronic problem. So yeah. you'd have to see him over a longer period of time, not as often, but over a longer period of time. Yeah, it depends. Like in the chronic case, you might see a patient once or twice a week for a few weeks, do the stretching, and then continue. Mm -hmm. The third case is, so remember, acute care is first. Second is chronic, which is most difficult, believe it or not, because if that scar tissue is there, it's going to take a while to break that up and right. balance those muscles. The third, to answer your question, is, is maintenance care. Right. I, I suggest patients come in once a month, mm -hmm. regardless if they're hurting or not, just to get the spine in alignment. That was my aunt's theory. She, yeah. she built it into her budget and did it, because I guess the problem for most of us is, is this covered by insurance or Medicare? Majority, I'm on PPOs, HMOs. Oh, okay. Because yeah. for a long time I thought it wasn't. It was another Paul, alternative Paul, care. cash is king. Cash is king. <laughs> No, I mean, if you're. Do you accept cash, doctor? Well, let me think about <laughs> let that. Let me think about that. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're, if you're uh, uh, acute care, I get it. I'll go see anybody to get over a problem I got right now. But to build a budget to have a permanent maintenance, to just say, I'm going to set aside the time and the money to do this, is difficult for many of us. I think that's what we, we only, all doctors, we just want to go in and yeah. fix me, and then I don't want to go see the doctor again. Yeah, I would say a majority of our patients that come in, even people that walk in off the street, have some insurance. Yeah. yeah, and if not, I mean, our cash plan is really reasonable. The other thing I've heard from people out there, just from being out in the community, doctors and stuff like that, what people don't realize too is, maybe coming out of the pandemic, other than being really stiff and not moving a lot, is you gain that weight. And people don't realize that by gaining weight here, it pulls the back. And I remember somebody making the example to me, a doctor once, Obviously, because I know a lot of doctors because of our hospice company, and they said, well, think of it this way. Don't you ever notice that when a woman's pregnant, she holds her back, right? 
like she's walking around because yeah. of the weight. Think about you carrying that extra weight in the front. So if you've gained weight, an extra 10 pounds, 15 pounds, whatever it is, that weight in your stomach, just like a pregnant woman yeah. has, right, is going to hurt your back. So now it's going to pull those muscles, right? And I think people don't realize that sometimes. Yeah. The gain in the weight is also throwing the balance off on your body. 100%. I'm glad you brought that up. One, the weight gain is an issue because that's mm-hmm. loading up your disc and your spine. But when you gain weight here, you're weakening your abdominal muscles. Your mm. core muscles are critical to stabilize your back. Mm. So with chronic patients, if they don't have stronger abs, that's one of the first things we do. Strengthen your abs, stretch the back, balance. Remember I was telling you the bicep? Yeah. Same thing. This would be your bicep. This would be your tricep back here. The balance of the you two. You want that balance. That's with acute patients, when they're really bad, we'll support them. We'll give them a back brace. Yes. And that's in place. But once they feel better, then we'll get them on the exercises to strengthen if indeed they have weak abs. So it's not only the gain, it's the weakness of the abs. And I want to go back to injuries because obviously injuries is, is a big part of, I yeah. think, of what you all help. My brother who works in uh, the labor industry working, in fact, Shelly knows him well, does a lot of work with them, fell off a ladder once, landed on his hand like this, and it broke this bone, right? Yeah. So typical old school guy, like a lot of us, goes to the doctors, gets it fixed, whatever, but he's on a sling like this for a long time, right? And one day after months had gone by and it looked like he was better, I said to him, hey, how are you doing? Can you help me with this and this and that? And he goes, and I noticed he couldn't raise his arm, right? And I said to him, can't you raise your arm? And he goes, well, my shoulder is really tight ever since I had my injury here. And I said, wait, how did that happen? He goes, well, I think because when I used to wear the sling, my arm was like this. So I didn't move it for a long time because of this break here. So then I called the physical therapist friend of mine and then gave me some like she's like take a tennis ball have him roll it on the table have him roll it on the on the wall something simple right right and i said to my brother try these things and and how that made the world of a difference he couldn't believe it doing these exercises earlier you mentioned that how you give people exercises right yeah what 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 i've mentioned before with you is inflammation scar tissue Mm -hmm. okay i would bet hundred dollars when he extended his arm did the fracture here Mm -hmm. inflammation in the shoulder too so mm. now he does this, that inflammation is turned into scar tissue, which is, which is called frozen shoulder. Frozen shoulder. So frozen shoulder, difficult to do deal with, but the PRP injections, we inject that, that helps break up the scar tissue. Loosen it up. Yep, and if not, go in there and it's deep tissue, breaking, home exercise. Is that exercises. where you guys use that little thing? Yes. Is it, what is that called? The... Well, there's a number of tools. Okay. Um, Stainless steel, it's uncomfortable, but it's icing, gotta be icing it afterwards to minimize the inflammation. Yes. But yeah, you can get the range of motion back, but it takes time. Now, I want to ask, you brought up icing. Growing up, I played football, and I was a running back, and I would turn my ankles a lot. And I'm bringing this up because my son plays football now. He's a running back and linebacker, and I know a lot of people that listen maybe have kids, and they play sports, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I used to turn my ankles... I'd go to the trainer and it would be, you know, bucket of ice, yeah. stick your foot in. Yeah. We would be dying for like yeah, sure. 15, 20 minutes. And then Whirlpool, back then was this little Whirlpool, yeah. uh, hot, warm water. And you feel these little tingles, you know? Right. 
right? And That's it was, the nerves. Yes, we nerves would do are... that like three or four times, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Such a the great science behind that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, is, this is the kind of stuff you guys probably see, I sure. would imagine. Oh, yeah. So basically, when you we talked about acute care, turning your ankle, twisting it, that's acute. For any acute injury, 72 hours, ideally, you just want to do ice. Okay. Then what you're talking about, the second phase is what we're talking about, contrast. Okay. So after 72 hours, you want to do the contrast. Start with hot, hot first, cold. Okay. go cold, and finish with hot. Because it's it, at that point, it's when it's purple, right? And all that, like all yeah. the blood. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're trying to loosen that up. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. And then once that's past that stage, go someone to like go see someone like you, right? Because yeah. now you're having to do maybe some therapy on it. Yeah, as long as you don't have like a complete tear. Okay. If you have a complete tear, that's when we, we refer you for an MRI. Exactly. And we can get confirmation if that's the case. Then okay. that's a different scenario. But then the third phase would be absolutely working, massaging, avoid any potential scar tissue that can develop. And that's where you want more heat and range of motion, strengthening, stretching. So stretching. I noticed that you said stretching a lot today. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. No, we don't. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, like, I don't have time for it, right? Yeah. But it's such a huge and important component. But in you our can lives. do it anytime, even when you're sitting. I, yeah. I, I, show, I can't do it here, but with patients when they're even on a chair in the office. Yeah. Little things that you can do that take a couple minutes here and there, nothing really big. You know, getting up, you know, what's real popular now is the desk that you can elevate. Yes. So you're not sedentary all day. Yes. Lift up the desk, stand for five, ten minutes. Yeah, we have a friend of ours who's part of our chamber. She actually has a desk that goes up like that. And then she slips under a tre little slow treadmill that she walks on. Yeah. As she's like working. Why Because she not? sits a lot. She's a her. multitasker. Yeah. And I thought that was a, such a cool idea. I'm like, yeah. wow, that is really cool. It goes up and put a little treadmill. I know, Paul's giving me the stinky eye, you know, already five minutes, five minutes. This is really good stuff. I, Make I, sure you I guys... I know John's got a lot of other issues, personal issues he wants to work out with you today. I didn't know this was going to be a personal hey, session hey, for hey, John here hey, today. Hey, 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 Paul, what about this broken pinky here, you know, from playing football, hey, hey, we right? Can, yeah. We can adjust that live. Is, is, that, is, that, is that like with the hammer? That's what they say, right? You got to re-break it, right? Man, why did you get that straightened out right so, away? So this is one of those football injuries, running the football. But I've noticed that when I go get massages, and they, back to your point yeah. earlier, when they massage here, yep. it's very tight. Yeah. And I always wonder if it's because of this pinky. It could be because you're changing the dynamics. It's not moving as much, so you're using different muscles here. Right? Yeah. And I notice it's not as bad on this side. Yeah. So I'm like, it's got to be this pinky. Oh, yeah. yeah. And every time I shake somebody's hands, they're like, what's wrong with your pinky? <laughs> you know there's an answer for that, John. No, yeah, it's called a hammer. <laughs> no, you got to go visit Dr. Ujic. Yes, Dr. Ujic. No, the importance of why I brought a lot of these injuries up is because a lot of us have injuries and we don't take care of them. I'm a perfect example of that. The Achilles heel, I never got the physical therapy. The pinky, you know, things like that. We just... We're so bad, and it's yeah. so important that as we get older, we take care of these situations because it's not going to get any easier, right, doctor? As you get older, you're more susceptible to injuries. The recovery slower. Your body doesn't produce as much stem cells. You look at little kids. I mean, remember when you were little, you'd fall, boom, boom, scratch yourself. That wound, that abrasion Bam. heals because the body's full of stem cells. Interesting. As we get older and older, that's the aging process. Our body doesn't produce as much stem cell. Wow. So the recovery takes longer. That is interesting. That's what a doctor said to me one day when my son had an injury. 
He said, oh, he's young. Don't worry about it. They'll recover fast. And I'm like, really? Like, yeah, they're not our age. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's 16. He'll recover fast. And I'm like, is that crazy how the body oh, yeah. at a younger age yeah. is we, so We different. treat a lot of younger children respond real quick. But even they suffer from injuries, soccer, football, yeah. sleeping wrong. So you see a lot of teenagers, younger. Oh, even right? younger, elementary school. What are the school. age groups, real quick, what can you share with everybody? You know, I don't like to treat children under the age of five. Okay. So like I know seven ca- up Some chiros will treat newborns. Yeah. I just, I'm not comfortable with it personally, but yeah. from five on up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And again, share with everybody, you're in Orange, and how can they get a hold of you? Is there a website they can go to or Instagram? Yeah, or? Chiropractic Center of Orange. Okay. Uh, my phone number is 714-639-3935. One more time, 714-639-3935. And listen, he's in the city of Orange, right across the street from Hart Park. I'm right off the 22 freeway. Right off the 22. You can't it's get any easier than Glacel that. Grand. Yes. This so is a church go right by there, right? Holy Family. Holy Family Church. A lot Holy of people family. know about that church. Yeah. He's right literally like next door, right? Well, not like about there's a block a, away. There's a retirement home next to me, uh-huh. pitching Park Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> and then next door to that is Holy Family. Yes. Yeah. So right And there then if you me. keep going in that direction, the circle's right there. Circle yeah, of Orange. Great of place for food. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great place. Well, thank you for being here, Dr. Ujik. I'm, I'm sorry that we went into all this. I, I wanted to really interact with what happens every day with he us. He wanted a free session. That's all he wanted was a free <laughs> Look, session. I do have a portable table. By <laughs> a free session means I've been beginning an adjustment right now. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate you coming out. Thanks if, for having me. anybody has any questions, please leave on the comments or send a message. If you're viewing us on, on YouTube or on Facebook or, of course, anywhere else on social media, please leave a comment. We'll definitely leave his information on there. We're all about supporting local businesses in our community. I know that you're good friends with our friend Shelly Padilla, and she's a longtime member of our chamber, a big supporter, and I know you've been great with a lot of our friends and family. So we really appreciate the support you give and everything you do in the community. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you, Shelly Padilla. Hopefully you're watching. Thank you, John. Appreciate you. <laughs> Let's go out and get, a, get an adjustment. We'll see you guys there, huh? God bless. <laughs> Well, there you have it. One more reason. Hey, we can help you. It helps to listen to meet our community here today, here, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, brought to you by Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, and the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce.